Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Yep, got the Monday curse. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, went to Home Depot, got uh, insulation, got the wrong stuff, so I got to go back, take that back. Bought my coffee, came in too early, now the coffee's cold. It's good, too. The coffee tastes really good. Okay. And I broke my $500 pair of glasses, so. Oh, yeah, good, good. Three things. I found out after years of drinking tea that I don't like tea. What? <laughs> what? I recently, I got diagnosed with high blood pressure. Really? And I found out that, that the tea that I've been drinking for years, and maybe I think it's stress related, but um, the tea that I've been drinking for years that mm -hmm. I love, that mm -hmm. I drink all the time, because when I started to lose weight, I wanted a tea that was flavorful enough that I didn't need milk and sugar. So I found this tea and I've been drinking it for what years. Is it? It's Egyptian licorice. It's yogi's Ooh, Egyptian licorice. That's a good face. <laughs> but black licorice is, ah. and they use licorice root. Licorice root is one of the things that like really spikes your blood pressure. So I can't really? drink it anymore. And I haven't found another tea yet that I like. There are drugs for that. You don't have to worry. Yeah, I'm taking the drugs. I take all kinds of drugs. I'm fine. But it's <laughs> but it's oh, not fine. working as well as I'd hoped. Far out. Hey, have you seen Ghost? Have I seen Ghost? Yeah. Oh, no, I haven't seen the series, no. Yeah. Is it's it good? good? Yeah, it's yeah. it's good. It's not, you know, it's it's probably not the funniest comedy. It's no Steinfeld, Seinfeld or no... Uh, Last man standing, but uh, it, it's good. It's it looks good. interesting. It's cute. Yeah, yeah. this it's it's because of the variety goes and stuff, and it's kind of cool. I mean, it's like I said, it's not the most rip roaring comedy you've ever seen, but it's good enough to watch. Yeah, and it's different too, which yep. you know I love different stuff. Yep. Have you started your Yellowstone journey yet? No. Oh come on! I've got too much stuff to watch. Oh, okay. I do. I'm finishing up the last seasons of, I mean, the last episodes of uh, Murder Call, and then I've got to uh, uh, finish off a drowner. Well, I'm only partly through the series because I stepped back for a minute, which I should have not have. Yep. And then I started watching Hercule Poirot again. So I get, I'm, I'm not don't count all my just nighttime watching when I go to bed, like Doc. I might drop Netflix anyways. I, I, there's nothing on here for me anymore. Yeah, okay. I can't find anything. It's like I'm watching all I watch on Netflix now is the old stuff. My favorite series, you know, the IT crowd and uh, yeah. Doc Matter. And you stand up guy, do you it? watch stand up? Yeah, it's all right. I like stand up. Yeah, it depends. It's most most of stand up comedians suck. So, and there's trailer park boys. You said that, but I couldn't get into it. I watched <laughs> couldn't get into it. It's like, eh, it's not mine. It's we like, started Yellow Jackets. Yeah, was, I remember yeah. you telling me, but it, so far it's like I'm still waiting for it to grab me. So, anyways, um, you know, Christmas season, we want to thank everybody. Merry Christmas to you and happy holidays or whatever. Yeah. And by the way, or whatever. Yeah. I mean, whatever you, hey, you know, that's the problem with this country. Everybody's got their freaking panties in a bunch because. Oh, I thought you meant just indifference or whatever you meant or whatever you celebrate. Yeah. Whatever okay, you celebrate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, some people don't, you know, they don't like Christmas, but you know what? That's, that's the whole thing, you know. Why do we try to make everybody like us or, oh, you've got to be, you know, like Yellowstone or, or Trailer Trash Boys. You like the Trailer Trash Boys. <laughs> and uh, you know what? I, maybe yeah. I don't, but you're going to say, oh, well, okay, yeah, I'm not, you, know, you got to be nuts because you don't like. No, no that's we have different opinions. Different course, things. Yeah. If you want to wave a freaking, uh, you know, rainbow flag, if you want to wave a freaking Confederate flag, you want to wave a freaking Nazi flag. I could give a S-H-I-T be because. You have your own points of view. I don't care about it. as long as your points of view doesn't in, inflict or uh, cause pain to someone. Well, not then. Now uh, we're going to see emotional pain, which because we're all a bunch yeah. of sissies now. But that's another story. Because you're uh, offended by a flag. Yeah, because you're offended by it. But other than that, if it doesn't affect your impact, how you can live, as far as your your jobs, your your uh, you know opportunities, then you know what. Let anybody do what they want. You know the old. You know, when back in the hippie days, the, the live and let live. You know what? Yeah, I kind of laughed at that time because oh, it's the hippies. The hippies yeah. were like, "Hey, dude, live but, and let live." But it's different for me. It it's it's not. Uh, it's less about live and let live for me than it is my late life lesson has been. 
uh, being very stingy about my energy. In other words, if, yeah. if a couple of assholes want to run a Nazi flag somewhere, if they're not hurting anybody, right. I, I can't give any mental energy. Just Why go. would you? Yeah. Why would you? I mean, of all the things that are going on in the world that really need our energy. It's, my, girlfriend, my girlfriend, this is kind of funny. And it's like we got a kind of thing about this on the same basis of the same argument where she had just learned that the Russians sent like 50 dogs up and let them die up there you know, in a space program in the early going. And it's like, she goes, that doesn't bother you? And I guess it was 50 years ago, and there's nothing I can do about it. Exactly. I, I can't give any mental energy. No, I don't like it, but, you know. You're not going to change it. What That's am I the supposed thing. to do? You're not going to change it. You <laughs> yeah. know, that, right. you can't change the past. And, and that's what people are trying to do. They're trying to change the past. And know? they go on social media and they look for something to be pissed about. And it's like, why do you have to look for something to be pissed about? Something to be pissed about will come to you. Oh, for sure. Why go out and search? And, and the funny part about it mm -hmm. is that the more you get pissed, the more stuff you get pissed about comes to you. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly right. You know, I so I'm I, very stingy with my energy. It doesn't go to anything that isn't directly affecting my life. Yeah. You know, and I, I know that sounds selfish and self-absorbed, but. You know, we get into election. No, I'll get isn't. I'll get wound up. No, it isn't. But you know, it's like right now. You know, my guy isn't. The it doesn't president. mean you don't care about right. other people or anything, right. which is the important things. It's yeah. not that you're self-absorbed. You don't. You, you know, you. you I'm I sure you energy, would help someone, right? Yes, I only give yeah. energy to things I can affect. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Why waste the energy when you can't? Right. And certainly you can't change the past, so why waste any energy in the past? Or as I tell my kids all the time, and somewhere they're rolling their eyes, and they don't know why, because I used to say this constantly, don't give me unnecessary hard. There's a ton <laughs> of necessary hard. There's plenty of hard around. I don't need any unnecessary hard. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So we did uh, Christmas shows for uh, Tojinet, so we got that done, and we'll have to do one for our Patreon special one yes. next week, maybe. Yep. Yeah, do a special Patreon. And by the way, you're going to love this. Society. You're going to love this, right? Mm -hmm. um, oh, swag is coming for the day. Yes, swag society, is coming right? too. Yeah. And uh, so anyways, um, one of our earliest Patreon uh, listeners was Quinn Doobie. Okay. Who was that? Yeah. Right. And uh, so, you know, I, I tried contacting him many times and, and, uh, you know, join for me. You know, you can join a cigarette Facebook page and everything else, but uh, uh, you know, I, I never got anything from it. And then I was talking to Jason Doobie, who is the one that's doing the graphic artwork on our, our uh, swag for uh, the Dead Ass Society. Society, and that's his wife. Oh, okay, I never knew that Quinn was a girl's name. Oh, yeah, so I all this thought that, yeah, all this time I thought it was a guy, and uh. It's a good girl's name too, but it, it that didn't occur to me. Didn't occur to me. Yeah. Just call me dumb. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so Quinn, I apologize for not realizing that you were a woman. So all right. So speaking about women, all right. <laughs> we were doing I can't uh, wait for the end of this sentence. We were doing uh that the Christmas special, as I mentioned, right? Mm -hmm. And so when when we were on the air, in fact, I started doing this as we were recording some of the thing. And we were looking for different things that, that came up. So, uh, one of the you've heard of a Christmas pickle before, right? Christmas pickle? Yes. I don't think so. It's it's a decoration. Uh, it's a, a pickle. Uh, okay. And you hang it on a tree. It's a Christmas decoration. It's, it's a tradition for years and years and years and years and years and years and years. Like a real pickle? No, it, it's glass ornament. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Probably originally it was a pickle. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and whoever finds the pickle in the tree gets gets an extra gift. Oh, okay. So pickles green, trees green. Yeah, you okay. get the drift. Unless, of course, it was back in the days when there were silver trees and had the color wheels, and then yeah. and that's another story for another time. Unless you have whoever cats thought and of that, the cats find the pickle. Yeah, cats find everything. Yeah. Steve had to go out and get another tree because his cat destroyed it. <laughs> so, anyways, so here I am looking up stuff. I looked up the uh, pickle. And what 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 do I come across? Christmas sex position for a perfect oh, holiday quickie. <laughs> that was a result of the Christmas pickle search. Unbelievable. Yeah. And they actually okay, so they they list all these ridiculous, uh, all these their 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 uh, what do you call uh, uh, illustrated as well? Just yes, just for you who need who are uh, you know. 
uh, uh, can't read. You can just look at the pictures. Uh, <laughs> and these are all little. Sections. So do the figures in the do the figures in the sex positions? Yes. That you found by searching the Christmas pickle. Christmas pickle. Do they have um, Santa hats on? No, they don't. Ah, see, that's a missed, that's no, a missed no, no, opportunity. No, but see, it, they're made for quickie. So, it, all right, let me read you a little thing for them. And I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I just, I just, Thank you. I was like totally blown away by this. I, why would this even be on the end? Well, there's nothing to do with it. Never mind. Right. So, uh, anyways, that's, that's kind of a useless spot right there. Yeah. But uh, let me see if it says anything about the. Uh, uh while well, a house look well, this is the, this is the the opening line right this was written by a woman by the way okay daniel page yell page excuse me uh while a house full of company during the holiday season doesn't mean sex is totally out of the question nothing kills the mood quite like listening to relatives whine about politics and the questions of their life choices while they're under your roof Okay. Shouldn't you be able to partake in the fun and tantalizing form of stress relief? This is your opportunity. While this is all going on, by the way. So, they, like I said, they they give you these little. I I don't know who came up, but the funniest part is they they give them names, of course. This is the first one. It's called Santa's Little Helper. Okay. I'm not going into I'm not going into yeah. position or anything. I'm just thank you. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Santa's little helper. The open sleigh. <laughs> the open sleigh. Yeah. Okay. The halls. Jack the halls. <laughs> yep. Well, this one is self-explanatory. Holiday doggy style. Yep. There you go. Oh, I like this one. The stocking stuffer. <laughs> I crack. I can't believe that they yep. would even have a web. Well, yes, I can. The hot chocolate spoon. I have no idea. <laughs> yep. Uh, the elf on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Jingle bells. Jingle bells, of course. Yep. Is that the last one? I hope. Yes, it is. Thank God. <laughs> I've got a list with some others. Other names. Oh, you okay. You went out and looked for them. <laughs> Christmas sex positions. Yes. All right. We don't want to spend I, I, too too much time, but not going to get into the positions, yeah. any of the details here. But one is called the Christmas tree. Okay. And one is called Santa's knee. Yeah. Yeah. I like uh, Santa's little helper better. The Thank Yule you. log. Okay, that's yep. good. Cookies to Santa. Okay. Frosting the snowman. Oh, I like that one. Yep. Yeah. The Rudolph. Yeah. They have the stocking stuffer. The stocking stuff. Is Jingle correct. balls. That's my favorite. The nutcracker. Jingle balls, yep. All it says is this is an advanced technique. Proceed with extreme caution and consent. <laughs> Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh, okay. Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy and Oh, Holy Night. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm sure if, if, you, uh, if you're interested in any of this, you can go on the web. There's your Google search for the afternoon. Yeah, there you go. Look, look it up and maybe you'll have a little treat this christmas i don't know <laughs> oh i know this is programming on live on air here we're working on program ideas live on air but we should do i do this on the serious show mm -hmm. a lot where um you know how google will autocomplete searches yep so we come up with a phrase that uh, oh yeah to start it and then get the autocomplete and we could do that with the paranormal if we had to yeah <laughs> or something else or something else <laughs> yeah. all right so anyways there you go so let's let's get out of there and go on. Yeah. So uh, before we were um, coming on the air, before we were on the air, right? Uh, you were talking a little bit about your lineage, right? Yeah. And you found some been... astonishing news, didn't you, Lou? <laughs> wow, astonishing it is. Astonishing, I say. It was. This was one of those packages that just kept opening, right? Yeah. Uh, it, uh, we've talked about in the show today. Uh, the show recently, I've been doing a lot of lineage work. Mm -hmm. and uh, was very happy to find some colonial American heritage. In fact, a group of the first settlers in Newbury. So when you do that, there's some English background to it as well. And I didn't realize I had any English background, but uh, happy to have found it, I guess. Mm -hmm. 
And so I'm going back through and finding different things. And I came across this uh, descendant or ancestor, Cuthbert Mitford. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even associate myself with a name like that. Sorry. Exactly. And for you guys who are looking into this a little bit, if you haven't found WikiTree yet, you got to find WikiTree because it's a great site. WikiTree? Uh, WikiTree. Yeah. And you put names in, it's free. And you put names in and it will tell you as much story as it has. It's not just the name and dates and stuff like that. It will tell you siblings, uh, children, parents, if they have them, mm -hmm. and then little uh, stories about them. And when I went through, through Cuthbert and Mitford, <laughs> it happened to have an image of the entire Mitford family. Were you in it? No, no. This is going back from him going back. Yeah, but somebody looked just like you because you were reincarnated yeah, from exactly. Yeah, Lou Mitford. And it came back to John Mitford and the Mitford Castle in England. And mm -hmm. so John Mitford was, uh, he was a sir anyway. He was a lord. Uh, excuse me, I'm a lord. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I I have I have a titled lord. Yeah. Well, I that's own title. Landowner, right? Exactly. It's yeah. titled lord, and I am Lord Ronald Cole. You should address me that in the future, by the way. So I'm not I'm <laughs> not ignoring that totally. <laughs> I'm not digging into English history all that much, yeah. but I was following it down because I had the whole lineage. So mm -hmm. I went back to John, and there's a Mitford Castle or the remnants of a Mitford Castle. And the interesting story there was he only had one daughter, and uh um when he died, he died and his daughter was married after his death and was given away supposedly by William the Conqueror, which I thought, OK, that's kind of interesting. It's a name I know, at least. Mm -hmm. But then for some reason, I started because I think my girlfriend and her daughter got interested in the castle part of it and where it was. So I just did a web search on the castle and I came up with all these stories on the Mitford family, including in the early 1900s, the Mitford sisters who had all kinds of things going on, they were marrying into Winston Churchill's family. And there was Unity Mitford, who was a big Hitler supporter. And she was, uh, you know, yeah, okay, politically active, trying to keep England out of the war. And when England ended the war, she ended up shooting herself in the head. But so the whole Mitford family has a has a really interesting one of the one of the sisters ended up founding Vanity Fair, I think. And Stuff like that. So it's just an interesting fan family history. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I just realized I could watch myself on uh, Facebook. <laughs> if you want, it's delayed, but it's yeah. But I can watch the uh, the the things that come in. The oh, you can do it on that big screen too. By the way, no, it's a, that's in uh, some thing else. That's on Streamyard or something, right? Yeah, if you look up in the upper right. Oh, I got to go. There's punch buttons. No, it's yeah. work for crying out It's long. easy. I can go and do it if you want. Yeah, right. But whatever. I have it right in front of me. I don't need to do that. Yeah. All right. So anyways, do you believe in curses? Um. Yes. So the Midford curses with you now and... <laughs> apparently. I come from a long line of Hitler supporters, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, well... <laughs> Well, there was some good stuff and some bad stuff, but apparently the Mitford family is a big deal. And apparently, I don't know. You know, I watched this is before we get into this. I watched the uh, documentary as I usually do uh, on uh, uh, Hitler's uh, the Nazi science. It's oh, amazing how bet. far they were ahead of us. I'll bet. It's like, yeah. oh my god! And if. Well, we wouldn't have the, our nuclear program without Nazi no, scientists, right? No, 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 no. We actually developed that uh, kind of they they the the they space accelerated program, it. The space program is all Nazi scientists. Really? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Von Braun rockets. Was, yeah, Von Braun. Yeah. Yeah, we took him. He was the one to develop the V two. Yeah. So I mean, he yeah he was all. So, anyways. Uh, yeah, I mean, and, and okay. Let's, well, they were this far from jet fighters, weren't they? They had jet fighters. They had jet they, fighters. They employed them during the war. Oh, the did combat. they? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize the they were war. employed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. They had jet bombers. They had fighters. They had all okay. They had surface-to-air missiles. Oh, well, yeah. Can you imagine? Cheap ones, too. Cheap, cheap, cheap. Imagine be flying in World War II in your Corsair or whatever, and all of a sudden a jet flies by you. Yeah, twice. The the interesting thing about it, and, and let me say about you know you know all Nazi scientists are evil, right? Okay, they didn't have choices. A lot of them. Yeah. You know, is either 
work or be killed, one or the other. That's pretty much what it is. Oh, not only you, but your family and the dog yeah. and, on top of it. So not yeah. only work, produce. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of them. Don't. So we, we just think because they were Nazi scientists, because, yeah, uh, you know, that's not necessarily they did it. Um, uh, what's the word? Uh, you know, happily. Yeah. OK. You know, so. yeah, I'm not going to go litigate each individual yeah. Nazi scientist. No, I'm not going to go. There. Yeah. But anyways, um, they might have actually the. The Nazis might have won the war if uh, they didn't have that little shot guy as their dictator. Right. Because uh, they had developed were in, a, uh, in the early stages of a complete defensive system to protect the skies of Europe. And, and a shield? Yeah. Basically, well, yeah. no, it was it was uh, a complex. But I told you they had surface the missiles. Yeah. They could have done serious damage if they could have integrated all around, but uh, the little guy there didn't want, never wanted to hear the word defense. He always wanted to hear offense. So yeah. Uh, yeah so they, they, they couldn't even bring that up, but they this is why he opened two fronts, which yeah. did him in eventually. Too. I mean, he, the, yeah. you know, our, our, the flying wing there, yep. that was Nazi technology. Hmm. He, oh, they the, had one of those. They, the stealth fighter. Yeah. Yeah. They had, I mean, they, they had, they hold the first and everything, the first uh, jet bomber, the first jet fighter. Um, you hope find this. Anyways, I didn't yeah. want to get into that, but we did. Um, so anyway, so curses, that's what we were talking about. And um, so these are royal curses, which are kind of interesting. Uh, you know, because you being of royal birth. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, the Hope Diamond curse. Didn't we all even heard know I was right. British till 10 years ago, 10 yeah. minutes ago. But yeah. That's all right. This is French. Yeah. The Hope Diamond curse. French King Louis the X1V acquired the Indian diamond in 1688. Afterwards, only one of Louis' children survived childhood, and he too died a painful death. The diamond was stolen shortly after Marie Antoinette and the king were arrested. So that's all they leave you on there, huh? It's a whole story. So there's a curse about the Hope Diamond. Yeah, yeah, we know that. Yeah. Oh, there it is. It's still more on us, I guess. Okay, so the Hope Diamond curse. Uh, but the curse of the Hope Di Diamond didn't end with Louis. Russian Prince Kantyotsky mm -hmm. murdered his lover shortly after giving her the diamond. The Sultan Abdul Hamid of Turkey lost his throne after acquiring the stone. Wow. What is the Hope Diamond doing? Where is it now? It's in the United States. Is it? Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's all we have. Oh. I think right. there was more going on in that relationship where he murdered his girlfriend than, than the Could Hope be. Diamond. So the Coburg Kohari curse, C O B U R G K H O H O R Y curse. Uh, there is a numerous accounts of it's a forty-five carat diamond. Yeah, forty-five carats. Need a big finger for that. Big ass diamond. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, would you get you in or, or whoever he was? <laughs> it's got to be like it's not going to be a 45 carat diamond, 10 or 12. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I forget how big Jan's is. You know what? You and I got married, right? Like, I was wicked poor, <laughs> but my engagement ring was I worked for Atheon at a time, it was actually a man made diamond, and Jim was okay with that. Are uh, the man so that's not like cubic zirconia i don't know no, anything it's about cubic. diamonds it's, so. it's a man-made diamond but uh and i you know i talked to her about it and she i says i'll give you this now and then uh you know once i'm established i'll get you a, a good diamond and that's yep. exactly what i did we went and bought a big rock after we were married for a few years so there you go excellent yeah so i mean it isn't always about monetary stuff Anyways, there are numerous accounts of hemophilia among European loyal royal families, which, according to scientists, can be tracked to uh, back to Queen Victoria. This is believed the curse that she passed on to her ancestors. Well, when you sleep with your ancestors, that's what you <laughs> Hemophilia, they're calling a curse? Yeah. It's a genetic disease. I know that. But yeah. why are they calling? Oh, shit. I just. For lack of a better explanation. I hate slideshows, don't you? 
So the curse can be traced back to the Coburns, a German uh, branch of Queen Victorian's family, because the, you know, the, the royal family's name is not Windsor. They changed it during World War II. They couldn't be called German because they were German. What was the name? Yeah, I know you, see, you mentioned this. The Coburg. Coburg? Yeah. That's a German name? Yeah. Okay. B-U-R-G. How did the Germans? They were all married. They, they uh, Queen Victoria was like the the uh, the Adam and Eve of Europe's royalty. They're all the Russians, the uh, uh, Germans, the uh, so the royal families married each other. Oh yeah, that's okay. they just married them off to each other. That's how you kept in power and balanced power and everything. So an, an English, a female English royalty married a German royalty yeah. and took the German name. Feel him. Okay. No, no, no. They had German names to start with. They were already German. Okay. But how did the Germans come to power, though, in England? Oh, well, I'm not going to go back to a history okay. lesson of, of English power. We can do another show on that because that's I, long I in itself. All right. Yep. They were Coburns. So anyways, the curse can be traced back to uh, Queen uh, Victoria's branch. The legend has it that a Hungarian noble woman, Princess Maria Antinonia Coheri, Coheri, <laughs> K-O-H-E-R-Y, married into the family. One of her relatives, a monk, was so jealous of her wealth that he cursed the family with the condition. With hemophilia? Yeah, a monk. Okay. Goes there. Make good sense for you, man of the cloth. Works for me, right? <laughs> How about the uh, Koinora curse? K-O-H-I- N O O R. Sounds Japanese. Yeah, the Koinura, it's K O H dash I dash N O O R. The Koinura is a huge diamond that is now part of the uh, Royish Crown Jewels. The stone originally uh, comes from, what do you expect, India, like they stole everything from there. Subcontinent, it was passed through the uh, region for many years, though it seemed to attract bad luck to all those who owned it. Let's see, the queen's been around for how long? I don't know how much bad luck. That was 105 carats. You found it, huh? 105.6. The East Indian Company won the Koe, no, Anglo Sink Wars and claimed the diamond in 1849. The impressive stone was sent to Queen Victoria. Why not? Kiss up. To the queen um but they also sent a note with the diamond which read he who owns this diamond will own the world but will also know all its misfortunes only god or a woman can wear it so what's the difference with impunity uh maybe prince charles should stay clear of wearing one of those when he becomes king <laughs> That was a little joke there at the end. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Just, I'm just reading on history here. Today, the diamonds on public display at the Jewel House in the Tower of London. Yeah, good old Tower of London. It's a big one, huh? The governments of India, Pakistan, Iran, Afghanistan have all claimed ownership of the diamond and demanded its return ever since India gained independence in the UK in 1947. <laughs> good luck. Good luck. <laughs> the British government insists the gem was obtained legally under the terms of the last treaty of Lahore and rejected the claims. There you go. It was um, ceded to Queen Victoria after the British annexation of Punjab in 1849. During the reign of 11-year-old Emperor Maharaji Dulip Singh and under the influence of Burkina. Singh. 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 I know what it's worth. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> it's got a curse on it. It's got a curse on it. Can't mm. use it anyways. Queen Victoria's husband, uh, Prince Albert, designed the strawberry tiara for his uh, daughter, Princess Alice, to wear on her wedding day. Sadly, Prince Albert died of typhoid fever before walking his uh, daughter down the aisle. Okay, uh, another pop-up ad, here we go. Uh, Prince Alice still wore the tiara. Years later, the daughter died of typhoid fever. <laughs> also, so did Prince Alice, Princess Alice, 17 years after her father succumbed to the D's. Ooh, 
so it's got typhoid on it. Why don't you cleanse it once in a while? The gem was recut in 1852. Really? Yeah. And <laughs> what are we what are we talking about? The other one, diamond? The, yeah, the diamond. The Kinehor or whatever it is. Kinehor? Kinehor? Yeah. Um, but on July 17th, 1852, cutting began at Garden Family in Haymarket using a steam-powered mill built for the job by Maudsley Sons and Field. Under the technical direction of the Queen's mineralogist. The Queen had a mineralogist. Yeah, of course they do. Mineralogist. They have all kinds James of James Tennant. The cutting took 38 days. You don't want to screw that up. How would you want to be, yeah. How would you like to be the guy who has to cut that no. diamond? You think you have high blood pressure? Oh, God, yeah. Wrong decision. You just shatter that sucker. So continuing the uh, curse of Hess, in 1937, members of the Hess Ducal family. Mm -hmm. What does ducal mean? I'm going to spell it. D-U-C-A-L. I don't know. Let's see. Hess Ducal family's immediate side. I don't know. We're flying uh, to a wedding when their plane crashed. There were no survivors. Strawberry Tierra was found in the wreckage. Ooh. Uh, of, like, or relating to a duke or dukedom. Okay. There you go. So it's the state of being related to so dukes. The, the duke family. Yeah. So they found the tiara in the wreckage. This tiara is not too good. I'm not going to wear it. <laughs> All right. So that's the end of that one. I mean, we can go into this deeper some other time if we want to. Sure. Uh, the legend of the Black Prince cursed ruby. Looks like a lot of freaking diamonds. And yeah. Stuff. The, the, the moral of this story is don't own any stones <laughs> unless they're gallstones. Yeah. The legend has it that the... Oh, that's a curse in, in and of itself. In itself, that's for sure. Kidney stones. Yeah. Uh, the legend has it that the stone was taken from a uh, Christian ruler of Castile, Don Pedro, uh, when he killed the Moorish prince Abdu Sayyid around 1300. So this guy, uh, Castile, Don Pedro, killed poor old prince Abdu Shahid around 1300 and took this ruby. Well, curses are a great equalizer, right? Yeah. I mean, and uh, the re first of all, they were valuable back in these days, disproportionately valuable. And usually people became came in possession of them through bad means. They'd kill somebody or they'd capture somebody. Well, sometimes they were given as gifts. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe the original where it came from. At some point, it changed hands under nefarious circumstances. Yes. And somebody I, put a curse on it. I agree. I agree. Because the curse is a great equalizer. You've got your armies and you've got, uh, you know, all the power. But yeah, I, I get the curse. I get the curse. I get I the, get the curse. paranormal working for me. Yeah, I heard that before. <laughs> the uh, Pedro's half-brother, uh, Henry Tazamara, attacked Castile and Pedro asked for England to help. Heir apparent, Edward, also known as the Black Prince, got the impressive stone as part of his payment. So he went and helped his old poor Don Pedro, who stole the stone from uh, Abdul Habliaba. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's worth mentioning that the Black Prince's ruby is actually not a ruby, but a spinel. The hell's a spinel? S P I N E L. We're learning as we grow. Yep. Uh, the cur but a cursed one, of course. Don Pedro died shortly after he got the ruby. The Black Prince died before he could become uh, King of England, and his son, Richard II, lost his throne and died in his early 30s. Spinel is a mineral that owes its beautiful color to chromium, much like rubies and emeralds do. It has a hardness of 8 on the Mohs hardness scale. Ah. Spinel is seen in a wide range of colors, red, lavender, violet, blue, green, brown, black. Uh, I used to sell those, by the way. Stones? Mo. Oh, yeah, stones, definitely. Mo uh, hardness uh, things. Oh, so that wasn't new to you, the Mo hardness. Oh, no, no. They, Mo hardness determiners or? No, it was, yeah. a, you get a little kid. It had 10, the 10 different, they had stones or rocks from the 10 different uh, scale. So the scale one, which was, you know, very soft. And then the, the 10, which is like very hot. And then you got a street plate too. And it was, it was kind of cool. 
I still have some in my backyard somewhere buried. <laughs> Fine spindles from Burma and Tansy are still very affordable in sizes under one carat with prices ranging from $200, $500 for good colors, but prices go up exponentially with side, size. Mm. Tops, reds, and pinks usually sell for $600 to $1,200 a carat. Wow. But dramatically increase in sizes over two carats. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I had I took geology and I took earth materials and all yep. that stuff as part of my degree in environmental science. The Mar Monaco royal family curse. Grima Grimaldius, G R I M A L D I S. The royal family of Monaco is believed to have uh, cursed by a witch. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yes, uh, I think that was. Uh, well, we're not going to never piss off a witch. Yeah, it was. Uh, Pelosi. Uh, <laughs> legend has it that the it's curse a bit of a reach, but I'm going to allow it. Uh, the legend has it that the curse was put on Prince Rainier, as follows: Never will a Grimaldi find happiness in marriage. Okay. That's for every guy. Never mind that. <laughs> Just cursed everybody. It turns out that the Monaco royal family has troubled relationships throughout history. Oh, there's a surprise. Uh, yeah. Prince Kelly and Prince Rainier's uh, marriage was mocked by uh, infidelity and death. Princess Caroline has been married three times and Princess Stephanie married twice. Even Prince Albert's marriage was plagued by rumors. Maybe they are cursed. That's like mm. saying musicians have trouble with uh, yeah. relationships. Yeah. Do you need a special ability to be able to curse somebody effectively? No. Or, no? We curse people every day. Uh, to do it effectively. In other words, to oh, curse you, them for mean, generations. What do you mean? Think? What if you I mean? wanted to curse somebody for generations, could I pull it off myself? Or would I need oh, yeah. no, a you qualified you can do whatever you cursor? Want. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to it's go. A, it's it. a, the, only, the difference between power of prayer and the power of curses is the same. You're using energy. You know, you're, you're manifesting it, hmm. basically. I mean, there are lots of reasons why some work and some don't. But, you know, it is what it is. Yep. Hmm. All right. The curse of the Hotsburgs. We all know the Hotsburgs. There are two versions of the Austrian ruling curse. No, they not only have one, but they have two. One is that the uh, presence of, why do I get these? <laughs> Turnfalken, T-U-R-N-F-A-L-K-E-N, Turnfalken, supernatural ravens. Wow. Yeah. You have to look that one up. I'm going to. Just before something bad happened to the family as a result of the revenge, apparently a promise to protect the ravens from some uh, of them saved the life of uh, a Habsburg prince, but was broken. What? Oh, so he's promised to do it. He saved a couple of them, but then they they broke his promise and they cursed him. Did you find out? T-U-R-N-F-A-L-K-E-N? -T -E oh, I have to go back. Yeah. Uh, it is T-U-R-N-F-A-L-K-E-N. Nothing. No. Nothing in this context. Just turn a turn a falcon. There's a turn falcon podcast. <laughs> okay. It's about wrestling, apparently. Oh, that makes sense, doesn't yeah. it? Um, Nothing, huh? No. How come? See, it ain't so. Oh, here we go. I got something here on odd random thoughts. Uh Birds of ill omen and superstition. Well, there you go. Yeah, I gotta find I gotta find it in the article here. Give me a second. Yeah. What? Okay. The uh, black raven is a rather mysterious bird with jet black feathers and glaring eyes and is normally associated as an omen of death. There are many stories of these cunning birds doing evil deeds, one in particular with a turned falcon. These supernatural ravens were said to haunt the Hasbergs for centuries. As the story goes, these ravens had saved the Hasberg ancestor from being attacked by a flock of vultures sometime around 1000 A.D. As a gesture of gratitude for the raven's help, one of the Hasbergs built a watchtower in the forest forest and called this 
Habitsburg, which stood for Hawk's Castle. This tower was built as a sacred place for ravens to live and feed. Then about 100 years later, one of the Habsburg relatives turned his tower into a huge castle and ran the ravens off, killing some of the birds. Oh, not a good thing. Because of this, the ravens took revenge, and it said that the turned falcon ravens would show up at every battle in which the Habsburgs were defeated. So that's what they got for turned falcon. Yeah, that's I've got a whole article on it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so a, an ancestor, me. a Hasberg ancestor, broke the raven deed, uh, broke the he raven did. lease, and the, they didn't take to it. They're supernatural ravens, apparently, is what they are. Okay, so there you go. That was a pretty good article, actually. I can't talk about it. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Why? Because it's long, and you, okay. you, you talked about some of it already. Okay. Another version says the Countess uh, Kerry Luli uh, cursed Emperor Franz Joseph, saying, May heaven and hell blast your happiness. May your family be exterminated. May you be smitten in the persons of all those who you loved. May your children be brought to ruin. May your life be wrecked. And yet, may you live on in lonely and broken horrible grief to tremble when you recall the name of Kalaloli. I should try something like that. That's a good one. Can we get someone on the show to help us play some curses? Because I'd like to play some curses. Wow. I'll call Kelly. Kelly will give us a curse. Okay. Too. Yep. I want to sure. curse Tom. Tom Brady. And I want to curse someone else. Why are you looking at me like that? No, not you. <laughs> But I want to do it effectively. Okay. Apparently, you just get angry and you just blurt a curse out, and apparently it works. It does. It's like the you know the last witch that died in Salem. You know, we cursed the uh, the sheriffs of uh, Essex County. So, yeah, it works. I guess when you're really pissed, it really works. I was going to say, but does it work for everybody? I mean, you yeah. understand why a witch would have the power to curse them. If you're dying, you'd be, you're cursing. These are not witches. These are like regular people. But something has to carry out the curse. You, I would imagine you would have to have a good relationship. With, yeah, but something has to carry it out. Some force, some energy, some something has to carry it out. You've installed that thought in their minds. It's then carried on to their DNAs to the Bingo. rest of their life. Bingo. It's self-fulfilling prophecy. That's exactly. what I've always thought about curses. Of course it is. Yep. Yes. Yep. When you believe in a curse, it becomes a curse. So oh. you have to deliver the curse to somebody. You can't do it remotely. In other words, I just can't curse Tom. Well, you could. Here. You could. If he doesn't hear it, though, how does that self-fulfilling prophecy work? Well, then you give it to the universe and let them deal with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Are we on? We'll definitely have to do it before the Super Bowl when the Patriots think play the Buccaneers. Page? Do you think it's going to be that way? I think it could be. I think it could be, but I don't think it will be. a lot be. to get it happen. I don't think it will be, but I, I mean, think you it got, could be. You got Green Bay's playing pretty good, and you got yep. uh, Chiefs Kansas playing, City yeah. playing playing really good, and so just as likely to be the Chiefs and the Packers, but yeah, could yeah. very well be. Yeah, but it could be in that, that event. We're going to have to do something extraordinary. You know what's really funny is right. We, we talk. We, I know this is nothing to do with curse, but we talk football, and, and we always talk like you know the Buccaneers, uh, the you know the, the Kansas City, uh, uh, what's that, a uh, Green Bay, and. Mm -hmm. Nobody talks about the, the guy team with the best record in the league. Arizona? Yeah. Nobody knows them. I know. That's the crazy thing about it. They, they, like We'll see them tonight. They though. get they get no press. Yeah, well, we'll see them tonight. Yeah, but they get no press. I know. But and they, it's, a, it's a good game because they're going against a super team. I know, but they're not. Green Bay's on TV all the time. Yes. Tampa's on TV all the time. I know, know but still. We see them. I mean, the record's their record. You know, what does it matter Plus, say you are what your record says you yeah. are? Plus, Aaron and Rodgers and Brady have a resume we've watched them for years yeah. do this we don't know anything about these cardinals hey i i, I we'll just, see them tonight they won without kyler murray no i understand i'm not disputing they're a good team i mean it's just surprising that they get nothing and of course they're playing a superstar team tonight la oh yeah yeah, yeah. who's lost three straight or... can can you imagine if they don't win this year they have like mortgaged the entire farm for the next 10 years yeah i know really they haven't they have no 
picks next year. <laughs> yeah. But they can, uh, they get a couple year window. It doesn't necessarily have to be this year, but they don't look like a champion right now. No. They don't look that good. They haven't looked good for a while. It's like the Cleveland Browns, right? They got all those big guy names in there or anything else, and they couldn't do anything. But if the Patriots and Bucket, God forbid, because that would be freaking Armageddon. I don't know if I could survive that. But if the Patriots and Buccaneers would play, be, huh? oh, uh. would that be, that would be the worst two weeks of my life, right there? Yeah, two weeks leading up, that would be horrible. All right, I'm done with these curses. I'm getting bored. So we're gonna have we're gonna have to curse him though. All right, I don't think there's any doubt about it. I guess so. So we're going to have to bring in all kinds of stuff. Bring in all of our troops and try to curse as much as possible. If you say so. I'm not wasting energy on it. <laughs> Why? What else have you got to do? <laughs> I have work to do. <clears throat> Unlike you, I have a life. No. I'm not even going to dispute that. <laughs> okay. So where was I? Oh, these are uh, quirky Your facts Christmas about Christmas sexual position. Yeah, we left that. Quirky yep. facts about uh, England. Okay. Okay. Home remedy remedies. I just grabbed them by they're in order, but I'm not about to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, home remedies. One bizarre recipe for medication to protect against the plague involved drinking ale, which had crushed and roasted eggshells, leaves, and petals of marigold flowers, and Jeez. And tickle added to it. Tickle, t triacle, t r e a c l e, t r e a c l e. Needless to say, it was not effective. So it's kind of like the vaccine nowadays. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't get nothing. I'm not getting into the vaccine damn fight again. Uh, By the way, I'm fully vaccinated and got my. Thing. Go ahead. Yes. Triacle is a thick, sticky, dark syrup made from partially refined sugar and molasses. Mmm. Sounded like my coffee this morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's very dark. So, piggy bank. You know what a piggy bank is? Yes. You do? Sure. It's a little bank shaped like a pig. The Middle English term pig, P Y G G. Uh, referred to a type of clay in the Middle Ages. People oh. often kept jars or pots made of pig. I see. And they were called pig jars. Pig jars. In uh, 18th century uh, evolution of the language, these came to be known as piggy banks mm -hmm. into pig banks. That makes mm -hmm. sense. Sure. See, so they were really, it's, it was made from the... Uh, so once again, it's yeah. Americans uh, bastardizing <laughs> the English language. Actually, our English language is is better than their English language. If is you it? look at if you look it up under the Hoyles, uh, it's our proper English is actually better proper than theirs. <clears throat> this okay. this is from the country that gives us clock for clerk and. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second, we have our own accent issues. No, 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 no. An A is an A, and an E is an E. How do you get clock out of a clerk? It's an E. No, I understand, but we mispronounce some stuff too. And R is an R, but we don't pronounce it half yes, the time. And we, then we add them ours, where they aren't. R is the most proper. Then we add R's where there are no R's. Mm -hmm. Like Atlanta. Yeah. Haverhill. Haverhill. Public bath. Contrary to popular belief, medieval Englishmen bathe quite often. Defined quite often. In public, public baths designed for the purpose. So I'm, I'm going to object at the whole public bath thing, yeah. especially without running water. This was the due to the belief that cleanliness is next to godliness. Yeah. Fair enough. Yep. Public baths were eventually opposed by Protestants, of course, because we didn't like clean people in the 16th century. I don't think that was the problem <laughs> in the six in the 16th century because prostitution was common there. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Must be those. Christmas positions. All right. So we've got a public bath yep. with no running water mm -hmm. and uh, prostitutes. Yeah. I don't What's know how point? clean these people were. What's your point? Yeah. <laughs> My point is, is I don't know how there? clean these people were. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there were no last names. Prior yeah. to the introduction of surnames in English in 1066, everyone born just had one name. Mm hmm when surnames were introduced, they would often uh, be a nickname, such as Robert the Red, mm -hmm. uh, you know, for his hair, 
Robert the Bald. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, the system evolved to uh, the point where uh, it would take the same name as their father, giving them the modern surname system, which makes sense, which yep. is why you had, uh, you know, uh, why we came up with name with Baker and, right. and uh, all that stuff, right? Right. There's only so far you can go. Mm -hmm. Crimes committed by animals. Really? Yeah. My it, dog has committed a few crimes. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> if I had a dog. Yeah. Uh, it was not uncommon in England during the medieval period for animals to be put on trial for crimes. <laughs> really? For example? Crimes against. Yes. Uh, they could be sentenced to death if found guilty. Oh, well, we do that now. That's true. All right. Riddle me this, right? Yep. Okay. So you read about that that woman that was killed by a sheep, right? In in uh, I, Western Mass? I think we talked about it last week. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. She got killed by the sheep, right? Yeah, I still don't understand how, but yeah. She got rammed to death. Okay. Must have been one of those Christmas positions. <laughs> I mean, yeah. By so, one sheep? One sheep. Rammed her to death. Well, she was old. It's not like she was young. Okay. All right. All right. Fair right. enough. Yep. You know, farmers have been eaten to death by pigs. Oh, I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, but anyway, not, not by one pig. No. It's usually, I could get whatever the collective noun of pig is. Yeah. Which I'm going to find out. Uh, Pigsty. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, why do we give people second chances, but we don't give animals second chances? If an animal kills a human, or mains a human, they're automatically put down. Why don't we give them another chance? Why do we have to take their lives? They're just doing what animals do. I know, but they're tasty, and they don't want them doing it more than once. So you just keep them separate. So why, why do you kill something? They're just doing what they... If you believe that they're just the animals, then why, you know... Listen, you, you think he plotted against this woman? I didn't want. Huh? Do you I, think he sat there with the other sheep? Hey, watch this! I'm going to get this woman. Now I'm going to. No. Huh? No, I'm not in favor of animals being put down, but I understand why they do it. What are you going to? You're going to keep the sheep separate? Kill a sheep over there? Beware yes, keep the sheep separate. Why not? Yeah, you could do that and actually raise money. Kill yep. a sheep. Come kill see the killer sheep. A group of young pigs is called a litter. A group of hogs is called a passel or a team. A group of swine, I don't know what the difference is between hogs and swine, but mm -hmm. a group of swine is called a sounder. A sounder. Yeah, so you can be killed by a sounder. So that of, brings a whole new meaning of team, doesn't a it? A sounder of swine. <laughs> I love collective nouns. My favorite uh, things. Yeah. It brings a whole new meaning of the word team. I yeah. like that one. So this sheep killed this woman and got put down. Animals get, you know, how many times you get an alligator, they get killed, they go out and kill them. A bear kills somebody, they go kill the bear. You know, I don't know. It's just the way it is. Yeah, I don't, I'm not all for it either. You're right. The animal is just doing what the animal does. I agree. <laughs> so uh, how about the continental queen? Uh, Burger, Burgerina of Navarre was uh, Queen of England, though her marriage to Richard I, or Richard Lionheart, uh, through her marriage to Richard Lionheart. Little, little is it known of her life, but we do know is she was the only Queen of England never to have stepped foot in England. Weird, really? The entire time she was married to Richard, she lived on the continent in Europe. In fact, Richard himself only spent about six months in English because he was busy traveling with the crusade business. You know, I've got crusade business to do. I'll be back. And then you had the evil Prince John, right? Oh. Far be it for me to mock our British brethren. Why would we do that? But the, the whole royal family thing now is just... I love it. You do? It's so absurd. No, it isn't. It isn't? That's perfect for... Do you know how much money they bring into the U UK? Uh, really? Is there a good tourist attraction? Oh, hell yes. Yeah. Just go. What's the, the ratings on the freaking marriages of, you know, Princess Diane? Go check them out. Yeah, it's not. British are big business. I mean, the royalty is big business. I understand. People like the Kardashians, too. I just don't understand why they do it. Why because people are people. They want to live through somebody else. Yeah. I think it's cool. I watched, I've watched all the royal weddings. 
So if well, I do it, and was was pretty pragmatic for you a person. You like British culture a lot more than I do. I mean, you like a lot of British television. You, you, I love British television because yeah. it's done much better than America. Yeah. They actually require you to think on it versus New England. It's just like, ooh, let's blow something up or have some sword romance or something, whatever. Okay. Okay. We out of time? Uh, no, we got about three minutes. Okay. I'll do one more. Let them eat rye bread. Most common folk in medieval England uh, produced their own food. For this reason, rye and barley wheat were common among the poor who could not afford large quantities of manure needed to grow uh, wheat for white bread. Oh, interesting. Hmm. They didn't eat meat very much either, so unless they get the rat, occasional rat over to... <laughs> pigeons. Pigeons. Yeah. Mm, pigeons. That was on Ghost the other day. All right, I'm guessing. I'm guessing we talked about this last week because there's the Moffat Lad House in Portsmouth that has a uh, in their bar and they have pigeon roosts because yeah. they were a source of food. I'm guessing a roasted pigeon wouldn't taste uh, back in the day. I don't know about today's pigeons, but probably fatter. They're probably a bit tastier. Yeah. Yeah. Today's pigeons. Yeah. 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 yeah they used to use them for communication. They used them for races. They did all that stuff. Do you know the tanks during the First World War actually carried pigeons with them? I did not know that. That's how they, well, they didn't have radio. Oh, First World War. Okay. First World War. Yeah. They didn't have radio, so they would send the pigeon up. That's where they had couriers. They had bike bicycle carriers. Remember that? Couriers? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Messengers, whatever you want to call them. But I bet, bet a roasted pigeon wouldn't be too bad. If you didn't know what you were eating, I bet it wouldn't be too bad. Mm. Uh, trial by, by ordeal. The practice was common in England in the Middle Ages. In the trial, the accused was subject to a uh, very painful task, such as being burned by a hot iron. Ugh. If they survived the trial uh, or their wounds healed quickly, they were found not guilty. And it was believed that God had performed a miracle to help the accursed. I see. The Catholic Church forbade the participation in these trials and demanded the use of uh, compurgation instead. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Compurgation is a taking of oath of innocence uh, of the accused in front of 12 people. Taking an oath of innocence. Yeah. Okay. So you swear to God that you're innocent. And this is basically our trial, right? In front of 12 peers. Right? Well, kind of. Yeah, it is. We swear. I swear to tell the truth. The whole truth is all the truth before it was yeah. changed. So help me God. But in now, front of 12 people. But now we judge whether you actually did tell the truth. That sounds like as soon as you swore, you were done. Yeah, because back then yep. you had to. Do you know? Steve was telling me the other day on the show that uh, trial, uh, yeah, trial by ordeal is still common. People every so often try to do it where you could request. Uh, in England? Yeah, in England, request. Uh, you still do trial by ordeal? Yeah, so you could, you know, trial, uh, you know, I go out and challenge and get in a fight. For a sword fight or something. I'll take a sword fight for my innocence. Really? Yeah, but it never works. You just tell me. See, that would be good television right there. You think so? Yeah. It'd be like Wipeout. Judge Judy with trial by uh, opting in for trial by ordeal. Wipeout. <laughs> That's a different thing. But... I don't know. I love Wipeout. By I the love way. Wipeout too. I have not watched the new one. I've watched some episodes. Uh, okay. It's not bad. It's not the old one. but It's, it's the characters that made the old one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just, I watch it. It's just like, oh, that's great. It was on yesterday, in fact, I was watching. All right. It's on TBS. You just, on demand, if you just see it, you get a couple seasons of it. Yep. All right. We got to go. We want to thank everyone for listening. If there is anybody left uh, listening to this show. And uh, tune in next week when we're going to, we might be talking about what, death? Yeah. Yeah. On a, on a cheerful note, because it's before Christmas, we want to leave you with a happy Inventors note. killed by their invention. Yeah, famous last words. Famous last words. Yeah, we got a lot of good stuff coming next week. Unless, of course, it changes, which does happen occasionally. Sure. So thank you for listening. Good night. God bless. And remember, become a Patreon member. Join us on Patreon. Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. Be a member of the Dead Air Society. There you go. Good night. God bless.
from goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.